Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a controversial exercise. And it's one that people are really on either side of the fence. They either love it to bits or they hate it. And they just want to never do a single rep more of this exercise. I'm talking about the lunge. The lunge. The single leg exercise that you either, you're all over, you love it, you enjoy the benefits, you can see how it makes you stronger and a better functioning human being, or you've had some really bad experiences with it in the past, and if somebody even utters the word lunge, you cringe, you get goosebumps, and you think, fuck, please, no, don't make me do any of those. And if that is you, if you've had a bad experience doing lunges in the past, I I actually feel sorry for you because it's a great exercise, Um, and that's what I want to talk to you about today is some of the benefits and how you can actually maybe get back on board and maybe not love the lunge, but maybe not hate it quite as much. And honestly, I've <laughs> the, the lunge is super polarizing, all right? It is probably, this lower body exercise is one that divides people like no other. It really is. There, there aren't really too many other exercises that I can think of that you know make people say love it or hate it to, to the same degree. It's really quite, um, quite intriguing. But people do fall on one side of the fence. They love it to bits or you absolutely hate it, despise it, never want to see it ever again. Um, I haven't really met too many folks who sit smack bang in the middle, who are kind of ambivalent about the lunge. Hey, do you like the lunge? Eh, don't mind it. Do you like it? Not, Not really. Do you hate it? No, not really. There's not too many people who can kind of give me that response. And I really do think it, it does come down to the execution and you know your experience with having done lunges. Uh, for me, I've done so many different types of lunge variations. I've done some really great sessions and I've had some absolute diabolical ones as well. Um, but for me, I actually sit somewhere in the middle. I, I see the benefits of the exercise. I've had, like I said, I've had some really torturous sessions where it's like my legs feel like they want to fall off and I've had some... I'll come back to this. I had one session that I still remember uh, that gave me some uh, pretty bad knee pain, so actual joint pain, which is very, very uh, uncommon. That's very rare for me. But I remember I did one session, looking back, very stupid, put my hand up. Yep, that was dumb. Uh, But I did it, and anyway, I live to tell the tale, and I can kind of empathize with these people, and maybe this is you where you've done lunges and you think, fuck, this is awful. I just hate this exercise. Get it away from me. And in my experience, the folks that hate lunges, there's, you're really going to fall into one of three categories. There's three main reasons that people hate lunges, okay? The most common is you got a session or you had a period of time where you just got absolutely flogged and smashed with a ridiculous number of lunges, okay? Single leg Single leg exercises are actually really hard, especially when you do them correctly. But my guess is if you hate lunges, maybe you got smashed with them. You got an, a beat down 
from endless lunges. And I'm talking, generally speaking, walking lunges. For the people who I have met in the past and I say, hey, have you done lunges? What's your experience with them? You love them or you hate them? Oh, I hate them to death. Let me guess, it was because you got made to do hundreds, you know, just countless numbers of walking lunges. Nine times out of 10, the person standing in front of me is gonna be like, yep, you're exactly right. And it's, you really get, it's to the point where, you know, the next day or the next few days or the next week, you know, where you're walking, you're stiff, you're sore, it's, everything fucking hurts. You know, even going up a flight of stairs or going to the toilet, you know, brings you severe agony and pain. So think about that. If you've ever had a, a training session or, air quotes, a workout, where you've been pushed to, you know, a really high level, or you've done lunges until you feel like, fuck, my legs are going to fall off here. The next few days are not pleasant at all. Like, it's really fucking uncomfortable. And if that's your experience over and over and over again with strength training, with lunges in particular is what I'm referencing today, I can understand completely why you hate the exercise. You know, trainer says, you know, the, the old, you know, drop and give me 20 for push-ups. But when it comes to lunges, it's like, drop and give me 4,000. For some reason, when it comes to lunges and walking lunges, it's, uh, if you're out on a park, there's an there's a post, I can see it if I squint my eyes and look really closely, it's about 400 meters away, lunge to there and come back. Like, that just seems to be the mentality when it comes to lunges. People just get made to do, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of the fucking things to the point where your legs are completely destroyed. And if that's the way you always do them, I can see why you would hate to do them. I would hate to do them as well if I had to do that many. So that's generally the first reason. You get absolutely flogged and you do an inordinate amount of reps. The second reason that maybe you hate lunges is because you're not very good at them. Pause for dramatic effect. Maybe it's the fact that you're just shit at lunges. All right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I've said, like lunges are a challenging exercise. They are a single leg movement. Most people aren't very good at single leg exercises. They, you need more of them, okay? Standing on two feet, you know, doing squat, doing bilateral movements where both legs are working at the same time, doing the same thing. Most people are better at those than single leg or single arm exercises. That's just the way it is, okay? It requires more balance, more coordination, more stability. And here's the thing as well. If this is you, if you're not very good at lunges, you put your hand up and say, yeah, I don't like lunges because I suck at them. The reason that you don't do these things that you're not good at is because your ego won't let you stay in that place where you suck, which is precisely where you actually need to be. If you're in the camp of, I don't like lunges because I'm not very good at them, you, my friend, need to do more lunges until you become good at them. You practice them. The only way we get better at anything in life, whether it's a lunge, learning a new language, learning a new skill, trying a new hobby, the only way we improve is by practice. So if you suck, if you're shit at lunges, you need to practice lunging. I'm not saying go and do 4,000 fucking reps. What I am saying is, hey, do lots of total reps in smaller sets. So I phrased that really badly. I would encourage you to do 
you know, set to five or three even. If you're not very good at lunges, let's start with, you know, a handful of reps. Can you do three? Concentrate real hard. Do three of your best lunges. Take a break. This is each leg, by the way. Okay, one and a half reps. Each side's just not going to work. But that's where you would stay. You would practice the skill of lunging, whichever variation that needs work, until you get better at it. And what you'll find is, as you get better at it, you don't hate it as much. I went from shit to suck. Awesome. You've improved. Go you. Or you've gone from suck to good. Again, another step in the right direction. You are improving your physical capacity through practice. And the third reason that most people hate lunges is that you've had no proper coaching. So number two segues right into number three. If you're self-taught or if you've had very little or no instruction on this exercise, yeah, you're probably going to fuck it up. You're probably not going to be very confident or competent at the exercise. All right. When you get the proper coaching, you understand what constitutes good technique and you know how to use the right mechanics. So this means you know how you, you know everything about the exercise. You know how wide your stance needs to be. You know how long your stride needs to be. You know what should be happening at your upper body and your spine. You know the direction your toes should be facing. You know what should be happening at your knee joint. You know how to engage your core. You know how to actually work the working leg and not the passive leg. Okay, a lot of people really confuse that as well. They work the wrong leg. Let's say it's a forward lunge. Let's say I'm about to do a forward lunge with my left leg. I step forwards and I push back. My front leg, i.e. the left leg, is the working leg, not the back one. Okay, when we do our reverse lunge, stepping backwards, things are different. Okay, so you need to understand which muscles are doing the job and you need to know how to get them to do the job. And really it comes down to proper coaching, understanding the nuances behind the exercise. This is the why. Okay, I'm doing this type of lunge. All right, why am I doing it? Well, it's going to help improve single leg stability. It's going to be working these muscles and this is what you're going to get as a benefit by doing it. Cool. Once you understand these things, the lunge doesn't seem so daunting. And then, like I said, we practice it through repetition, handful of reps at a time. You're not going to go from beginner to expert straight away. You're going to have to put in your proverbial 10,000 reps. For those who may be new to the podcast, I'm not saying you need to go and do 10,000 reps straight away. Over time, through training on a consistent basis, practicing good quality reps, you will get better. And we have what's called the 10,000 hour rule. In our case, it's 10,000 reps, where you need to put those amount of reps into practice to become a master at it. I'm talking about a true master. So this doesn't mean just one type of lunge. You can vary the type of lunge, forward lunge, backward lunge, different types of loading strategies, which we will get into very shortly. But when you get the proper coaching and you know what good technique looks like, you know what bad technique looks like, and you know what those things feel like as well. And I want to make a real point about this as well. In my private training facility, I have no mirrors and it's for a reason. 
Most people, if they go into a commercial gym, there's fucking mirrors everywhere. And yeah, there's a lot of people posing and, you know, being gym bros or whatever. And you, you do you, bro. Like, if that's what you want to do, cool. That's not what I'm into. But a lot of people do use them for technique. They want to critique their own form. I don't have them in my training facility because I want you to understand where your body is in space. Because as soon as you leave the gym, where's the fucking mirror? It's gone. It doesn't exist. You don't have one. All right? So I want you to know what a good lunge feels like. I will teach you every single piece of the puzzle to develop your perfect lunge. So that, you know, you don't fuck up your knees. Because there is a right way to lunge where you distribute the load across multiple joints and muscles. All right. We want to distribute the load and the stress across the body. Yes, the lunge fits in the squat category of exercises. So there is a knee bend involved. Yes, 100% correct. But your knees shouldn't feel like shit after the end of a set of lunges. All right? Your hips are actually involved in the lunge pattern as well. So we want to distribute the load across the areas that we want to. And there's also some coaching cues and troubleshooting exercises which I use with my students that you can do to make sure that the muscles and joints that shouldn't be involved stay out of it. Okay? For example, if you get a sore lower back doing lunges, I'm going to put up the red flag and say, hey, whoa, that's a warning sign. Your body is doing something that it that it shouldn't be doing. Let's correct that. And then I'll give you drills and exercises and I'll ask you some questions to help fix that, okay? Just to uh, backtrack back to that um, absolutely terrible, that diabolical session that I did that caused me knee pain. So joint pain, not muscular discomfort, not muscular pain as in, you know, there's a buildup of pH and that acidic kind of sensation, you know, where the legs get really heavy. Everyone calls it lactic acid. The session that I did, it was a 45 minute EMOM. So 45 minutes, every minute on the minute, I would do 10 walking lunges, I think it was 10, and I did three single leg sit to stands. So if you have a chair or a bench nearby, what happens is you stand in front of it. So if you were to sit down, you would land on it, it would support your body weight. You stand on one leg, you straighten the other one. You sit down, stand up, and you do that three times each leg. So do 10 walking lunges, five each side. And then you go straight into three sit to stands. I did that every minute on the minute for 45 minutes. Uh, looking back, that was really fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so this is where I would, what I did in that training session is, air quotes, a workout. It wasn't my regular training program. It wasn't my regular training plan. I went in to the gym that day and I actually didn't have any plan that I was gonna follow. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do some lower body. I thought of something fucking hard. And that's a, that's what I came up with back then. This is, this is many years ago. And towards the end, probably from about 30 minutes on, my knee starting 
started aching and I was wearing knee sleeves. I was wearing some neoprene knee sleeves, which is the same material they use for wetsuits as a bit of um, support and also a bit of warmth for my knees. But after about 30 minutes, I could just feel as I was doing my lunges, as I was doing my sit to stands, the joint itself was getting irritated, it was getting cranky. So that's when I probably should have just called it, but me being my stubborn self and not wanting to quit, I persevered and it taught me a really valuable lesson. Don't do dumb shit. <laughs> and you know, oftentimes experience is the best teacher. So when people come to me and say, hey, I've had a really bad experience with lunges, I can empathize with them. I can empathize with you and say, hey, I know what that feels like. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? Yes, let's not do that. <laughs> so it really comes down to working to your appropriate level and doing the exercise the, at, at the best of your ability, whatever level that is right now, okay? So to kind of bring things full circle, Okay, whether you've had a great experience, a neutral experience, or a shit experience with lunges, regardless of how they make you feel, one thing is certain. They are a fantastic lower body exercise. All right, it is a unilateral exercise. It gives us the chance to work both legs independently, all right, to develop strength, build muscle, correct muscular imbalances from left to right, and also work on joint stability. So what I mean by joint stability is your ability to control movement at your hips, your knees, ankles, and lower back, all in one movement. And as humans, we are asymmetrical. We don't move by hopping. That would be bilateral where we hop or if we you know do like a broad jump you squat and you jump forward that is a bilateral movement both legs doing the same thing at the same time we are unilateral creatures when we walk our natural gait cycle is opposite arm to leg and you will notice if you really pay attention to it there is always one foot in contact with the ground at a time what does that tell you? Distributing one side of the body at a time and then the other. What what mimics that? Hint, it's a lunge. It's a lunge. Yeah? So you get all of these benefits from doing one exercise. Terrific. But if you had a bad experience in the past, it can be hard for you to overcome that mental barrier and to rewire your brain to say, hey, th this doesn't suck. This isn't shit, but it takes a bit of time and it also takes some good programming and planning, all right? So that way, you know, if I say lunge, you don't jump or you don't curl up in a ball saying, please, no, fuck, not lunges. And you'll be surprised, your body will remember that. It is a sense of, if you got absolutely destroyed with high rep lunges, your body remembers it. You have developed a neurological pattern to that exercise, okay? And this is where an intelligent training program comes in. I, It frustrates the shit out of me when people say, I've done this exercise before and I fucking hate it. I hate training now, I hate training legs because you know that's all I can remember. Getting absolutely 
you know, lambasted with high rep lunges. But here's the deal. If you've been training for a while and you've been lifting weights for some time, you've probably done some type of lunge. And this is the great thing. If you've had a bad experience, let's pick a different lunge for you to work on. If You know, if walking lunges is the one that springs to mind and you're like, please, God, no. Let's do something else. Let's do a different type of lunge. You know, we could do a static lunge where I put you in a split stance, feet are about hip width apart, all of your joints are facing straight ahead, you're on your proverbial train tracks, and you just lunge up and down on the spot. Okay, so we can do a static lunge, we can do a forward lunge, you know, step forwards, push back, step forwards, push back. You do same leg, you can do alternating legs. I can load you with a dumbbell, could be a goblet position, held under the chin, could be dumbbells by the side, could be one dumbbell, I offset the load, make the obliques, the muscles on the lateral part of your midsection, I'll get them to do a bit of work. I could give you a kettlebell, I give you a barbell, I give you a sandbag. So many different options. So many different options. But the one that people despise the most is the walking lunge. And it's a shame because it's a great exercise, but I think it's been overdone. I think it's been killed. I think it's been done to death. And I think it's been done to death because people don't know how to progress it correctly. You know, dumb trainers can't program properly. And they have no idea how to actually make you better at a lunge. So they think, all right, uh, the end product should look like, you know, Mrs. Jones is on the floor, you know, can't feel her legs, sweating, huffing and puffing. Okay, what can I do to make that happen? Walking lunge, got it, bang, boom, I'm a great trainer. No, you're fucking not. That's a shit program, mate. So you gotta ask yourself, what are we trying to do here? What are we actually trying to achieve? Because if I wanna make Mrs. Jones sore, sure, Mrs. Jones, let's go out to the Oval or let's grab a nice, you know, empty strip of, you know, gym space and let's fucking lunge. Let's lunge for the next 10 minutes, away you go. Can you see how ridiculous that sounds as well? But you'd be so surprised how many, you know, trainers put that shit in people's programs because it makes you fucking sore. The goal isn't to be sore, the goal is to get better. The goal isn't to smash your muscles until they can't function anymore. The goal is to apply enough stress so that your body has to adapt to the stimulus we have provided and create a positive response. What does that mean, Jesse? Well, let's say for example, I say to you, I want you to do as many good forward lunges until you can start to feel your legs fatiguing. Okay, let's say you get 24. So that's 12 each side. I know 24 is your baseline. I don't want shit reps, I only want good ones. So if you did 25, 26, 27, 28 lunges, they would start to look sloppy. Okay, I don't want that. So I know 12 is your maximum. Cool. Next session, I wanna see, can you do 26? So that means one extra rep per side. And then the next session, can you do 28? 14 each side. And then there will be a point where you can't just keep adding reps because you've only got a certain amount of time to train and I don't want you to lunge for an hour. <laughs> and maybe we'll drop the reps and I'll start giving you some extra weight. I'll give you some load, hold some dumbbells, hold a kettlebell, here's a barbell. Here's a sandbag. 
I will increase the difficulty of the lunge through load or give you a progression that makes the exercise more challenging. You see how that works. We find your baseline. What is a good number of reps? What is a number of repetitions that you can do with excellent technique, as I have instructed you to do? So we disperse the load across multiple joints, knees and the hips, where we get the abs working hard, and all of the other great things. Mm. Now we're onto something, aren't we? Yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. But the goal, it's not to destroy the muscle. It is to develop it. This is called the Goldilocks zone. Not too much, not too little, just right. Just the right amount of reps, so just the right amount of volume, just the right amount of load where it forces your body to adapt and rebuild itself bigger, stronger, more efficient so that when you repeat that task, you can either do it easier or we can add extra things and another layer to make it slightly more challenging for you. Make sense? That's the Goldilocks zone. That's where you wanna try and sit. And just to wrap up guys, single leg or split stance exercises, the reason that you find them hard and the reason that they are challenging is because they work so many different qualities at once. And this is the part that trips people up because they cannot focus or concentrate hard enough to master it. So for you, if, you have, if you're one of the people who sucks at lunges, yep, I do lunges, I'm shit at them. Hand goes up, okay. This is what you need to focus on. Oh, a butterfly. So, and I, I say that because this is where people get distracted. They lose concentration. If you're doing a single leg exercise, you need to be ta you need to be paying attention to that and nothing else. And I do mean nothing else, because the detail that you need to put into each repetition to maximize it and extract the most benefit out of it is fucking huge. Brain power goes through the roof. That is if you want to master the exercise. If you just want to get smashed, go and do your walking lunges, set your timer, go and do hundreds of meters, hundreds of reps, whatever. But if you want to truly master it and get better at it, use it to improve your strength, you have to focus on what you're doing. This is the neurological part of strength training at play. Hopefully, your body doesn't run the show. Your brain tells your body what you want it to do. And if you can't do something correctly, it's not your body's fault. It's because your brain hasn't sent a specific enough signal to your body. And this is how detailed I get with my students. Okay, if someone's doing a forward lunge and their heel keeps coming off the ground, I'm going to give them a cue or a prompt to correct it. So if your heel keeps coming off the ground, I'm gonna say, feel your heel. So that means your heel must have contact with the ground. Can you feel your heel? Okay, you do a rep, the answer is no. Next rep, I want you to feel your heel on the ground. Yep, I felt it. It gives you one very critical area to think about. One task, I didn't say anything else. All I said was for the next rep, Feel your heel. If you can't do that, that's where you stay until you can master that aspect of the lunge. 
Now, we do this for every single part of the lift, every single part of the exercise. If your knee caves in, if your knee starts coming towards the midline, which is the center of your body, if your knee keeps coming in, we're going to do drills, we're going to do exercises that help to correct that because your knee is not designed to rotate. It can rotate a few degrees, but that's not a joint you wanna fuck with, all right? Your knee is designed to bend and straighten. So if you're stepping forwards and your toes face forwards, your knee needs to face forwards as well. We don't want the toes to face forwards and then your knee to face inward, okay? But this is where you have to concentrate. If you're doing an exercise, you should be focusing solely on that exercise. When the rest period kicks in, boom, relax, switch off, turn the brain off, get yourself some water, shake the arms and legs, chill out. But when that next set comes around, brain goes back on, muscles go back on, you have a task ahead of you, and that is your sole focus. That is how you get your body to do exactly what you want it to do. It doesn't just fucking happen. You don't just wake up one morning, flip the switch on, and hey, suddenly I'm awesome at lunges. You have to tell your body what to do. And then little by little, rep by rep, you get better. You work on becoming more stable. Once you become more stable, you can put more force into the ground. This means you can get stronger. Make sense? Plant your foot. Keep it firmly planted against the floor. You're not on your tippy toes, all right? So your heel doesn't come off the ground. Your big toe doesn't come off the ground. Your little toe doesn't come off the ground. The whole thing is planted flat against the floor. It's like someone's put glue on the bottom of your foot. Bang, straight on the, straight on the floor, grip the ground. You control the descent. So on the down phase, this is where you have to learn to use your brakes. Control the down phase and then bang, push yourself back up with intent. It also means you have to learn to get your abs on, bracing tight. And lastly, you have to learn how to use the working leg. Forward lunge has different mechanics to a reverse lunge. There's different things for you to focus, uh, focus on and concentrate on. And the spine should not move excessively. We have movement at the hips, knees, and ankles. Not at your back. Okay? So, guys, that is the lunge in a nutshell. Hopefully, it gives you a, a great deal of information to think about and your experience with lunges. Whether you love them, you hate them, or whether you are that select percentage of people who are ambivalent. I'm just neutral. I have no feelings for the lunge. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm in the middle. Cool. But there's so many different ways that you can lunge. All right? It's not just a walking lunge. Some people think lunge, and they have one variation in their brain, and that says walking lunge. No, there's so many different options that you have at your disposal. It's about finding the right one for your current level, and also that you can perform. So if you've had a terrible experience doing walking lunges, it's very likely that I'm not gonna give you walking lunges for quite a while. You've already told me, you've just told me you fucking hate them. 
Why would I give you an exercise you fucking hate? Because then you're going to loathe training. You're going to hate the process of actually working on your physical fitness. And that sucks. That's not something I want for you. I want you to work hard. I want you to embrace the challenges that strength training puts in front of you. But it should also be an enjoyable process too. So guys, that's the lunge. I hope it gives you some things to think about. And if you know somebody who's had a real terrible time with lunges, please pay the fee of this podcast, and that is to get it in front of more people. Share this to the person or persons who need this information, and hopefully it can help transform their training and get them to think about different types of lunges and the correct way to put them into a program. Because it's not about walking lunges for time, for distance, you know, or for thousands of reps. Like I said, pick the right lunge for you, load it appropriately, and find that Goldilocks zone, find that level that challenges you, but isn't impossible. And when the next training session comes around, you can be like, hey, I actually, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this challenge. That's really what you should get out of lunges and out of any exercise really is, should challenge you, but it shouldn't be impossible. So guys, I hope you find a new love of lunges. And if you did, I'd love to hear from you. All right. I'm on the Instagrams and the Facebooks. So drop me a line, hashtag, or at me, FullerSC. And uh, I'll speak to you guys real soon. But for now, keep on lunging. If you loved the Wake Up Call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.